I want to thank you for tuning in to our podcast. It's a blessing each and every week to come into your homes and to your cars and give you a word from God. I ask if this message has blessed you, please feel free to contact us and know, let us know how this service uh, that you are hearing uh, has blessed you and your family. Until we meet again, God bless you. Man, will you turn with me to Mark, the fifth chapter? Starting with verse one. Mark, the fifth chapter. Starting with verse one. Reading from the NIV rendering. stand when you have the word of God will you please do so they went across the lake to the region of the Gerasenes Jesus got up out of the boat a man with an impure spirit came from the tombs to meet him this man lived in the tombs No one could bind him anymore, not even with a chain. For he had often been chained hand and foot, but he tore the chains apart and broke the irons on his feet. No one was strong enough to subdue him. Verse 5, night and day, uh, among the tombs and in the hills, he would cry out and cut himself with stones. You may be seated in the presence of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. For a moment of your time this morning, I want to preach from this thought. There's life in the tomb. There's life in the tomb. Say that with me. There's life in the tomb. If it's too cold, turn down the air. Turn down the air if it's too cold. There's life in the tomb. We're down to the last Sunday of this year. And for many of us, if we truly sit and ponder all the way back to the last Sunday of last year, our lives have altered in some way or another. Uh, Some of us have had a good year. Things have been going our way. And we've had a good year for the most part, but some of us have made it to this last Lord's Day uh, of, of this year living in a tomb. Yeah, living in, I mean, living around dead people. Living around dead opportunities. 
I'm going to go down your row in a minute. Living in a dead relationship. I thought I was going to get some help at the last Sunday of this month, Deacon McLeod, but we're living with dead finances. I, I know you got some money in the bank, but maybe you're like me. There were some times that I didn't have none. And, and, and I was living in a dead situation. And some of us are, are have dreams and visions, but can I tell you, this year has dealt you a bad hand. Your dreams and your visions feel like they have died on you. Look back this year. That job that you thought you was going to get. That house that you thought you was going to get. That child acting right in school, you thought you was going to get it in 2018. But it seems like all you are seeing is dead things. I, I wish I had some help in here. All around, and look, if you don't mind, will you help me preach this sermon and ask somebody next to you, have you been living in some dead situations lately? Y'all didn't say it like y'all just witnesses to look him square in the eye and ask them, have you been living in some dead situation? Now, if they look like death is on their face, that means they have. Because I know not all of us, Sister Belinda, came in here with joy. Some of us came in here limping into the house of God. Some of us came in here to pray. But can I tell you something? I know a deliverer. I don't want to call his name Puff because I'm going to get happy. But can I just call him one time? His name is Jesus. Mary's baby boy, born in Bethlehem, Jesus, the one that arranged you. When the world presses you down, do I have any witnesses in here that can tell the truth and say this year has been hard for me, but thank God, oh my, there's life. I, I know I'm speaking to somebody. I know, I feel it, Puff. I know I'm talking to somebody in this room today that said, Lord, this year, I've lost love. I've lost relationships. I've lost jobs. I didn't get what I thought I was going to get in 2018, but through it all, I've learned. I, I, I'm off my sermon, Brother Jerry, but can I encourage you? Through it all. I've learned to lean and depend. Is there anybody else in the building that a witness and testify through it all? Through the heartache, through the pain, through the letdowns. I've learned the trust. I feel pretty good, Sister Daisy. The trust 
Jesus. No matter how big your problem is, trust in Jesus. Uh, my brothers and sisters here in the book of Mark, we see a man in somewhat of the same condition. All oh, brothers and sisters, without a doubt, he is demon-possessed. All oh, brothers and sisters, without a doubt, he's a mad man. Without a doubt, Demetria, he's somebody that everybody has kicked off the scene. Oh, brothers, but he's still a man. And I wish I could get and borrow the eye of your imagination. A lot of preachers would pe- uh, preach the sin in this man. But God gave me a revolution, revelation about this word. He said a lot of the times we look at bad things and can't learn from them. So will you open your ears and open your hearts and your minds to what I got to tell you? He's stuck in a barbaric situation. These sinful spirits have been taking over this man's life. He's still a man. And before you point the finger at this man and his sinful ways, you too. Are sinful as well. You too. Have had some unclean spirits. You too. Me too. Let me put it like that since y'all think I'm just talking about y'all. Me too. Have had some bad thoughts. But one thing about it, God still If you take the demon spirit out of the man and his madness, he's still a man. Are y'all with me? He's still a man. Yes, the terror of the neighborhood. He's still a man. Covered with self-inflicted wounds and old scars. But Sister Sandra, he's still. His hair and beard are untamed. But he's still thinking Tucker. He's still. I mean, I, I, he, he has on unwashed clothes, Sister Beyonce. And maybe you've been like me. You didn't want to sit to the person that didn't wash their clothes the night before. But he has on unwashed clothes. And I'm sure his body, Dick and Wright, is emaciated. Because he's not eating what he's supposed to eat. But I come by to tell you, Sister Sandra, he's still, tell somebody he's still a man. The the, the Bible doesn't tell us, Shannon, how he got this way, but it tells us what he did while living with this affliction. I I know you're thinking this message is not for me because I'm sane. I'm not crazy. They didn't have to stick me into a crazy ward. And if you're like me, you might say, I'm not that crazy. So this message is not for me. 
uh, uh, that might be all right, Brother McLeod. Oh, true. But if you look at your You might not have an evil spirit in you, but you're dealing with some dead things around you. I, I, I thought somebody was going to catch me right there. You might not have a sinful spirit. You might be saved by grace. You might believe in God, but you still have some dead things Is this thing on? Will somebody help me preach this sermon? Look to your neighbor and say, neighbor, the man in the Bible might not be you. But uh, look at his surroundings. Don't they remind you a little bit of your surroundings? Can I help you out? Will you indulge me for a minute? There are some things we can learn from this man that was possessed with an unclean spirit. And Deacon Poole, not to insult the content of the message because I understand that he's a sinful man. I understand that he has an unclean spirit. But God gave me revelation about this word. And he said, look at what the unclean spirit made the man do. Look. Are you with me? You ain't going to sleep on me, are you? Some of you been asleep the whole year. At least wake up for the last Sunday of the year. Here we go. The first thing I see that he did was he lived. I've heard more people say amen in my house than what I'm hearing right now. Tell somebody he lived. Turn to verse 3. Sister Sarah, are you with me? Okay, now. Verse 3. This man lived in the tombs, and no one could bind him anymore. Not even the chain. Now, Sister uh, uh, Sonia, I looked at that thing and I said, wow, this, this demon had him so strong on that he had him strong enough to, to live through this. But sister, I know my spiritual mind and my spiritual glasses came on. And the fact that he was still living amongst the tomb. And with the unclean spirit gives me hope for my situation. 
Why does it give you hope, brother pastor? No matter what I'm going through. Savion, I wish I had a praying church up in here. No matter what the devil has thrown your way. Will you do me a favor? We can all do this. Breathe in. And breathe out. Breathe in. And breathe out. Can I tell you something? I'm looking at a living testimony and maybe your testimony like mine's you should have been dead and gone one fit to live and too mean to die but God through all of my impurity through all of my mess I'm still living turn to somebody and say I'm still living I'm still living what the devil meant for evil. God, turn, have you turned around lately? Some of y'all ain't turned around lately. God will turn this thing around for you. Could tell somebody, I'm still living. Many have gone before me, but I'm still living. Many couldn't take the pain, but I'm still, still living. Oh, brothers and sisters, not only do I see that he was still living with this demon in his body. But the second thing, I see that he was strong. Good God, Shannon, I thought they were going to pray with you, boy. Verse 4. Are you there? For he had often been chained and foot but he tore the chain <laughs> he tore the chains apart now many preachers will make you think that people can't control him but sometimes you need to understand that people cannot control you let me hit the rewind button on that Sometimes when you're in your mess, you will think that people got to control you and tell you what and what not to do. But this unclean spirit was smart enough to break every chain. Break every chain that the people put on him. And can I tell you something? Sometimes when people see you in your dead season, they'll leave you alone. If you want to lose some friends, fall on bad times. If you want to lose some friends, get sick. If, if you want to lose some friends, stop loaning money. And watch how the friends fade away. But what I want to tell you is, if you're living in the tomb, you got to be strong. You got to tell somebody, I got to be strong while I'm in it. I've been in it all year long, and God is keeping me. Because I'm strong while around dead. 
bad things. Is there anybody in here that God keeps strengthening you? When it seems like there's no hope around you, when people disappoint you, God strengthens you. I thank God for strengthening power because when I thought I wasn't going to make it, when I thought that God was through with me, he gave me a little more strength. And I'm glad Brother Snell and he'll give me a little more strength. And if my grandma was here, Sister Emma Jean, she would say, a Because a little strength for God is all I need. Is there anybody in here? Is there anybody in here? Not only did he live while in the tomb, while going through what he was going through. Not only did he live, but he was strong. Not only was he strong while going through what he was going through, but he looked outside of the tomb. This is my last Sunday of this year with you. But I want to tell you one thing, Sister Rita. No matter how dark the tomb is, You got to look outside of the tomb. And I know, Brother Jerry, you're saying, Brother Pastor, when I look outside of the tomb, all I see is other dead things. But Sister Sonia and Sister Wilbur, I was blessed by the word. Will you turn to me to verse 5? Night. And day among the tombs in the hills he would cry out and cut himself with stones. Deacon Rosia, verse 6, when he saw Jesus. I thought that was going to make y'all shout. He didn't look at the dead things around him. He didn't look at the bad relationships that went south. He didn't look at the job that he had. He didn't look at the things that held him back. But he saw And Brother Snare, I don't know what you're going through, but I want to tell you a thing. Look outside of the tomb. Because I found out when you look outside of the tomb, it might look gloomy at first. You might have to reprogram your sight. But I want to encourage you on this morning, this last Sunday of this year, that Jesus is waiting on you on the outside of the tomb. And brothers and sisters, I don't think I would have been here if I didn't look outside of the tomb. I don't think I would have made it this far. The tears that I had to cry. 
the lonely times, the times when I felt all defeated. I don't think I would have made this fall if I didn't look outside of the tomb. And one thing about it, I know that God still has me living for a purpose. And one thing about it, Sister Irene, I know God is not through with me yet. I might have had to climb up some steep hills in 2018. But one thing I know, I kept my eyes on Jesus. I wish I had some help in here. I got sick, Sister Wilbur, in 2018. But I kept my eyes looking at Jesus. All people talked about me and called me everything but a child of God. I wish I had some help in here. But thank God Almighty, I'm still living. 